For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Philly Pod, your favorite Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Should be your favorite Philadelphia sports podcast. I'm the co-host, Stephen Conrad Jr., hosting today because the host is not able to gather himself. This is what happens. Um, You know, as you get, as he may be washed. Vic may be washed, guys. His, His career may be deteriorating just like uh james harden that's oh, all right jesus christ jesus christ the young quarterback on? here the young host in in the weights i've been waiting for this moment no no what's going on y'all welcome to the newest episode of the philly pod i guess before we even get into it we should apologize because i've had a number a number of people reach out to me since the draft wondering where the new one is and things like that and all i have to say is blame steven because he decided I to graduate it. he decided to graduate college this week so he had to do all that and do finals and get his shit together. So that's his fault. So y'all can go and complain to him. My shit's been together. My shit's uh, been together. Yeah, well, it wasn't this week. So I had to hold people over on IG and TikTok with breakdowns and shit like that until you were available to do this podcast. So thanks for making yourself available a week later. I've been available, man. I'll make from the draft. I'll always make time. Nah, man, for this man hit me up yesterday like I'm running errands. I'm like, who, who's running errands on a oh no what the fuck day was it tuesday wednesday happens man yeah yeah but i get it you're graduating this saturday congrats the long road has finally culminated into this degree how does it feel i'm not uh, finished how does it feel to uh to 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 be a man stepping for stepping through the four walls of college now into the real world it's not fun it's not fun at all i'm actually looking very much so (laughs) towards it if we're being honest i'm tired of being in the walls of of school and in the walls yeah school school walls yeah yeah appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode if you haven't already be sure to subscribe on apple itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, odyssey anywhere else you get your shows be sure to rate this show five stars leave those reviews each and every one does help with the exposure of the show you can follow me on twitter and instagram tiktok at the philly pod do the same for my co-host steven at steven conrad jr that's real Stephen Conrad Jr. on Instagram. Uh, some things have happened since the last time we did the show. The draft happened. Some trades happened. We got a lot of shit to dive into. But before we do that, shout out to the sponsor, SeatGeek. Be sure to go over there. Uh, sign up for SeatGeek for whatever events you are going to, whether it be Phillies. Hopefully not because they suck. I was at one last week. It was not mm. a good time. I was glad to get there, but it was not a good time. Uh, Sixers, like they probably got two games left before they're, they're out of here. Eagles games next year. Be sure to sign up with promo code THEPHILLYPOD. Get $20 off your first purchase. Your best night ever is waiting. Says SeatGeek. We don't know that, but yeah. If you want to yeah. put that put that, uh, put that that model to the test, you go right ahead and sign up for SeatGeek. Promo code THEPHILLYPOD. Get you $20 off your First purchase, the NFL draft has come and went, and it might have been the most exciting draft of, of my lifetime, of my 28 years of, of life. I can't remember a draft I've been more excited for as far as the draft class is concerned. So first things first, Stephen, I guess we have to talk about the uh, before we even get into the trade and the new look offense and things like that. The first pick 
the Eagles made moving ahead of Baltimore to go ahead and get Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Before I even give you my reaction on how I felt when this had happened, what was your initial uh, feelings about moving up? What was your initial feelings about getting Jordan Davis? Was this a guy you wanted? Were you looking at somebody else? How did you feel about the 13th overall selection in the form of Jordan Davis? Well, you know me, I've been preaching the last however many episodes get, you know, the best player available, blah, blah, blah. He was clearly that. Well, nah, mm, I don't know about people clearly. People want to argue. I don't know about clearly. I don't know. But you got to, it comes down to like what the team values, you know, their positional hierarchy, if you want to put it that way. That's probably not a good word, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, the Eagles value trenches more than those type of positions. Those, I guess, do we want to call safety a premium position? They, the Eagles treat yes. it like that. Yes, it is. It is a premium. You mean a luxury or is it a premium? Luxury. I guess that's the Eagles treat it like a luxury, it. yes, but it is very much a premium position, in my opinion. But we'll get into it. We'll we'll get into all. I'm that. not here to break down like Jordan Davis's tape or anything like that. Like I'm not going to nah, tell nah, you. We got like, the whole off season for that. Yeah, but what I'm here to tell you, and this is what I told Vic when we first kind of you know broke this down together. Uh, I like it because I feel like the Eagles never at least in my lifetime, they never go after that guy who could be like like the freak, the freak athlete, because that's what he is. There is nobody in this draft class or the last couple of draft classes, for that matter, that come anywhere close to his size and athleticism. The combination of those two things put together, like he's, the guy was clearly made in a science lab. You know, like you, you got the NBA, you look at the Greek freak, Jordan Davis might just be the Greek freak of the NBA. Obviously, he's not Greek, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, <laughs> like he's not even Greek. <laughs> no, that like, so, I, you know, and as we know, Fletcher Cox is getting up there in age. Um, You know, Javon Hargrave will probably slide into, in the coming years, I would imagine, slide into Fletcher Cox's role. But then again, well, Hargrave's um, in the last year of his contract, which is probably another reason why he did this. So he's a free agent. So. Basically, Hargrave and Cox are free agents after this year, which is which is a big mm. reason why they you know made this uh, made this move. We got Milton Williams too, who transitioned between edge and interior lineman yep. um, last year. But to your point, yeah, freak athlete, six six, three hundred forty one pounds, thirty three inch arms, and six eight wingspan. The only he demands obviously double teams on the field. Like his his saying is, if there's two on me, then somebody's free. And I like to think that's true to form because this man, <laughs> he's going to command two people, or he's going to get through uh the two knocks on this well i have a knock and then there's a general consensus knock is that his every down consistency is a concern he only played like what was it less than 50 percent of the snaps last year but i think part of that is because georgia was beating people up so bad that you know jordan davis didn't have to be out there um but his every down availability is a concern at this point you know this this early in his career i think he'll that defense was also that. absolutely loaded. Yeah, like, it was there's loaded so too, many players who can't. no need to play every snap in that Georgia yeah. defense. So, so, so obviously that was a thing. And my my one knock personally, and it's not even really a knock because it's it's just me nitpicking. Uh, but they did give up like a lot of picks to move up two spots: 15, 124, 162, and one sixty six, all to move up just two picks. But I know Baltimore they give clearly up, wanted them. Yeah, exactly. But two two fifth rounders. Obviously, they're not going to have the impact that Jordan Davis will. He'll be a day one starter. Um, but yeah, that just proves you once, once he fell out of Baltimore, you think Davis is a day one starter? Uh, well not starter. He'll be in the rotation. He'll make a day one impact. I should, I should have said he'll be a day mm-hmm. one contributor. Um, he'll definitely be in the rotation. He wasn't drafted for that reason though. He was drafted to be, the thing is, is that I'm not sure how effective Jordan Davis is in a modern NFL on a lot of defenses. 
but the Eagles defense is the one where he does fit in how the Eagles, you know, run their mm-hmm. team and run the defense. I think he fits perfectly for what the Eagles do. I don't know if he would fit, say, on, on you know, another team that doesn't run as much uh, interior pressure, but I think Jordan Davis fits that run-stopping defense that the Eagles have have implemented over the last few years or so. Um, just when I saw all those picks, I was like, damn, but that shows you how much they believe in Jordan yep. Davis, and he was very much going to Baltimore. I, I told I'm, you this, too, by the way. Not about Jordan Davis, but... And you knew this too. This isn't me saying I was right or whatever, but like, you know, the, the Howie and the Eagles, when they like a guy, that's what they do. They did it with mm-hmm. Devontae Smith last year. They did it with Car- <laughs> Carson Wentz. A couple yep. of, well, it's been, yeah. how long has that been? It's been like uh, six 2016, years. 2016, so six years now. Yep. Wow. Third year, third team in two years for Carson. Yeah. So when he turned into AJ Brown, which we'll get into um, um, in a second, but me personally, my initial reaction was it was expected. But I was praying to the gods for Kyle Hamilton. Like, he was the guy, once I heard that he was starting to slip, this guy was number one on a lot of people's boards at some point throughout the draft process. And Kyle Hamilton is that safety where the Eagles have a very glaring hole at right now. And mm-hmm. just his skill set is elite, and I think he's going to be a day-one playmaker. And I, I wanted him, and I heard that the Eagles were, like, you know, they, they, they had the interest, they were eyeing him up. So I believe that if Jordan Davis was taken before, that pick, uh, then the Eagles might have uh, might have taken Kyle Hamilton, but he was who mm. I had wanted. But I'm not mad about the Jordan Davis pick for obvious reasons that I already outlined. It's just that Hamilton was the guy I was kind of praying for. I think they do need um um some something at safety. I'm not as high. Well, on unfortunately, the reality is before. like you know teams. This isn't just Eagles specific. Teams are just not going to address every single hole in one. Yeah, track, yeah, that's know? a good point. You made a good point to me when we were talking uh, the other day. Obviously, off the uh, off air or off the record rather uh, about um how the eagles go go ahead and explain your your philosophy because it was actually a good one on how the eagles can address every single hole in the draft and uh, again it's not eagle specific every team still has holes like we can run down them but i'm an eagles fan this is an eagles podcast we're not going to do it but like there's still free agency and i see you guys suggesting some of these corners that we should sign i'm i'd probably agree with you with some of the names that you guys have mentioned i'm sure we'll dive into them there's trades like, I can't stress free agency and trades enough. Like, obviously, the way you want to build the core and the foundation of the team is through the draft. And it kind of, like, let's be honest, uh, it looks like they're doing that. Jalen Hurts drafted. Miles Sanders drafted. Dallas Goddard drafted. Devontae Smith drafted. Jordan Davis drafted. Who am I missing? Uh, Jordan Maialata. Mm-hmm. Um, Lane, uh, Lane was drafted. Uh, Landon Dickerson. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. We hope... Uh, uh, Cam Jurgens can be what a name. <laughs> I don't even think that's how you pronounce it. I think it's like Jurgens or something. But Whatever, we'll get man. Into that pick we hope he later. turns out to be the center of the future. Mm-hmm. You know, once Jason Kelsey's going on, I think I, I might be missing somebody, but there's a few other foundation pieces. But those guys were all drafted. All of them were drafted. But Dallas what I'm Goddard, saying is, Goddard like you drafted. can, yep, you can fill these holes. Uh, you know, the other holes on the team through trades, through free agency. Like a lot of people put all their eggs in one basket, just kind of hoping like we're going to leave this draft. And obviously the goal would be to address every single, every single hole. But in my opinion, what's more important than addressing every single hole in the team is just adding the absolute best players you can possibly add to your team. And I feel like the Eagles did that. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did a very good job of addressing uh, multiple holes. So to come away with no secondary help is, is the lackluster part of it. But then you look at everything else they did. And you can't uh, you can't help but feel good about where the team is headed, which brings prime us example, prime example. I don't want to cut you off, but uh, so you had mentioned uh, Kyle Hamilton. That was your guy you had your mm-hmm. eyes on mm-hmm. for me. For me, it was Jamison Williams. I really. Oh, yeah. Him. I we mean, clearly needed. Yeah. 
I'm saying oh, no, at the time fine. of the pick, it was Kyle Hamilton. No, I Jameson, I was hoping for up until he was picked. Yeah, no, I, I would understand if you would want Kyle Hamilton more than uh, more than him. But, like, I remember the, the ongoing conversation here in Philadelphia was like, all right, the Eagles need to stop drafting wide receivers, go and trade and sign for one. And guess what? On draft day, they traded for one. They added A.J. Brown, who quite honestly might have been the best player acquired in the in the first round of that draft. Exactly, exactly. Brings Think us about to that. the other fucking blockbuster. When I say blockbuster deal that nobody saw coming, nobody. I never saw see, that coming. I didn't see any reporters. Like, I didn't hear it rumored. Obviously, when they were working out, people were like saying, oh, like they're recruiting or whatever. But I didn't hear any rumors about trade talks, potential extensions. Like I heard nothing. No reporters. I didn't I didn't see, hear anything about this happening. When you see the alert from Rappaport saying sources, the Eagles are trading for Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown. Tennessee gets the number 18 pick and more. I, I remember FaceTiming you immediately and I could, couldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah, this man was having a panic like attack. I was, I was, I, I could not believe what I was seeing because Debo was the rumor for a while. Debo Samuel, will the Eagles do it? We broke the whole scenario down on the last show about why we think or don't think why the Eagles wouldn't make a move for a prolific wide receiver like that. And I'm still stunned that they not only traded for the guy and gave him this guaranteed contract at 25 million a year, four years, $100 million. Like to 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 go ahead and get a guy like AJ Brown, I still have a hard time wrapping my mind around it because I watched the tape of Devontae Smith getting open at at times twice on the same play, and then you combine that with a guy who has the catch radius and the route running nuance that AJ Brown has, and it's just the sky's the limit for this offense as long as Jalen Hurts takes that next step that we all hope he takes. Your initial just just mindset of when you saw this trade happening, the fact that the Eagles acquired a superstar receiver in A.J. Brown, and he is now the fourth highest paid in the league after this extension. How, how what, what was, what was your, just, what was your, I guess, just mindset about the whole thing? Just, I couldn't believe it. Like I still can't I believe it. <laughs> uh, I had a buddy over, we were watching the draft, and I wasn't even on it's my Jay phone, Brad. because they, I like to enjoy listeners things Listeners know who live. Jay Brad is at this point. Listeners know who Jay Brad is. You said a buddy. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> listeners know who Jay Brad is at this he point. He was the man behind the glass at one point. But Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Um, we hope to get him back. <laughs> I like to stay off social media when stuff's like going down. I like to enjoy it live. So I just wasn't on my Must phone. Must be nice because I have to write and cover these things as they happen. So I was like, couldn't no, even get focus it, enough to write and be like, yo, the fuck. Well, you know, it was going to be on the television. It was going <laughs> to be there. And I like, like everybody's like, oh man, I got, I got Shams notifications on. I got rap reports. Like I just, I don't have any of that turned on because I'm going to get it. Like, it's just the way this world works. You're going to get the news sent to you. And that's what happened. Uh, he's Justin was in the other room screaming. He's like, dude, we just got... We just got AJ Brown. I'm like, stop! You're lying. Like, cause you I know how he is. I believe it, bro. Yeah, cause you know Jay Brown's big on making you're calling me. Shit. I'm like, well, here we go. Time to celebrate. I still can't believe it, honestly. Dude, it is wild. Only giving up pick 18 and pick 101 to go ahead and get AJ Brown, and of course the extension. Like I mentioned, four years, hundred million dollars, fifty-seven million guaranteed. They certainly had a need for receiver. That's why we were eyeing up Jamison Williams. You spoke highly of Traylon Burks, who the Titans then drafted to replace AJ Brown. Uh, we, we That's who I up was a lot eyeing up when we were on the clock or about to be on the clock. You know, I was like, shoot, like let's just go you get Traylon Burks. Then Traylon at, at you mean at eighteen? You wanted him? Yeah. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Prior so, to knowing about the trade news, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So we were starting to think like I was like, well, then Alave's gone. Who is a guy I was starting to wrap my mind around getting uh, at eighteen? And I wasn't a big Alave guy. I'm on the record. I've said that multiple times. Um, but once he was gone, I was like, fuck. All the receivers are gone. All the receivers are gone. Mm-hmm. It's either Shalen Burks or like, what do we do? Do we move back for like Christian Watson or like how the hell? What's going to happen? Like value isn't there anymore at the position if if it's not mm. Traylon Burks. Yeah, it was starting to look bad. I was yeah. like, damn, how even is this going to address at, this? And even Traylon Burks at eighteen kind of is a reach. Like not a not a big one, but it is like he. I expected him to go later in the first round. So in my mind, I was like, fuck, man, where, what are we going to do for receivers? It's Zach Pascal and Devontae, and then they make the freaking trade for De, for for AJ Brown, and now you have him. And the root technician that Devontae Smith is, and they are the perfect complements to each other. Dude, like, it's you want route. you want the route sorry you want the you want the uh you want the uh the uh, perfect compliment to devonta smith and it's literally aj brown you couldn't mm. build a better prototype i have a take on all this but oh no go ahead well first of all man oh, there's a lot of ways i can no, go with no, this but based no. off of what you just said um i'm not for some reason people are trying to take away from devonta smith now that this trade's happened and it's like just just stop with that. Like there's always something. Like whenever yep. whenever a move is made in Philly sports, somebody feels the need to always tear down somebody currently on the team. Like for whatever mm. reason, I don't know why that's the mentality. But yeah, people are like, now we have a true wide receiver one. I'm like, Devontae right, was a true Let's just wide be clear. Receiver. These guys are literally both wide receiver. Literally ones. a WR one. Now, like, now we have and a guess true. What? The name of the NFL, you need two number one options in your offense you need if you want to compete. If you don't have a wide receiver duo. And it's not just wide receiver. Like you look at the Chiefs, they had Tyreek Hill and um, uh, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Even though that's a tight end, but same same situation. No, but you need two like no, quote unquote all, like number one all, like guys who can just take like over pass your catching offense. options. Yeah, pass yes. catching options, yeah. weapons, yeah. whatever. So now and we have Eagles Dallas have Goddard that now, and we have Goddard. So it's literally AJ Brown, Goddard, um, yeah, um, Devonta Smith. You have Quez Watkins now, who's going to be terrorizing slot corners. I guess is what's going to happen. I know you want Rager to be the slot guy, but well, his his uh, likelihood of being on this roster is not great. After 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 that deal, I know you holding out hope for him. You know all this and that, and how he did say like you know in the presser like he'll be here and we hope he's here, but he's make make no mistake they are uh, they tried to shop him at the draft. They tried mm. they tried to move him. They tried and they couldn't. And they've given him permission to seek his own trade, which obviously hasn't culminated to anything. So Howie has no choice but to say he's going to be on the roster. So that is where we're at with that. But I'm very, very happy to have A.J. Brown here. He will take over Gone number 11. the days Gone of the complaining days. about Justin Jefferson and D.K. Metcalf. Yes, Never points. again do I have to see good those points. stupid memes on my timeline where it's like those two and then you see J.J. Jaw and Reger just like dropping the ball and stuff. Like, never again. It's over. He righted the ship. He righted the shit because AJ Brown <sighs> was in the 19 draft, right? Same draft as J. Doll. So can you so believe it? He righted he righted the ship. We don't have to hear about it. We don't have to hear about. I mean, we'll still hear about it, but we don't have to harp on Justin Jefferson anymore. And I know AJ Brown had like uh, injury concerns last year, so I think durability was part of the concern for why the Titans didn't didn't extend him, uh, even though they did try. But that was part of part probably part of the reason. Uh, but as long as AJ Brown just just stays on the the path, hopefully he's not like you know injury riddled or anything like that. But he already has a Pro Bowl season, uh, three thousand I believe it's close to three thousand yards for his career, twenty four touchdowns. He's the ideal guy you want in this offense. And if you want to give Jalen Hurts the best chance to win over the franchise and to take the next step and to be this guy and the face of the of the organization. A, they go to go ahead and get his friend AJ Brown is a, is a good. Way They're to both do it. very yeah. I was just gonna say that's another key. Like I don't think. That's been the theme of this offseason, by the way. Is, what, friendship? Is bringing in... <laughs> yeah, clearly friendship. But, <laughs> but 
well, you know, why don't we do this podcast? But like, um, yeah, like, so it's that, but it's also like mentality and, and culture. And we're bringing in a lot of like, I like to call these guys winners. They all have winners mindset. Like, obviously people can say what they want about Jalen Hurts. Like he hasn't accomplished this, hasn't accomplished that, but he has the mindset of a winner. At the mm. end of the day, and that's all that matters. And very and unbothered, as you I heard from his press conference. I want to say something yesterday. really quickly because, oh. and I will repeat this every single time we record. And I know you're thinking the same exact thing. I know you are. Shout out to everybody all off season that flooded my mentions. <laughs> Anytime I put out a piece of content, tweeted anything, everybody was like, "And, and you know what? I might it's just go going back on, to Twitter and find you it's people." Still and it's still on, going on. How? Doesn't How? matter. You guys lost. Hold this L for me. <laughs> acknowledge me and, and and accept that I was right and admit that I was right. And, and the other people, I'm not the only one who said this. You guys all told me all off season that, you know, no good wide receivers. Nobody will want to come and play with Jalen Hurst because he can't throw, can't do all these things. AJ Brown is a top 10, whatever, top 15 wide receiver. Apparently saying top, top 10 is too He's kind. Who said saying that? top 10 is too kind. According Says to TikTok. Who? On TikTok, what? I put some yesterday. He's like, "Oh, I don't, stop I cannot tapping, name, man. He's not I don't top think, 10. I don't think I can name ten receivers better than AJ Brown. Exactly. And he came here out of nowhere, by the way. Like this stuff needed to happen quickly. They were working out together in the offseason, and the, the Eagles were on the clock, and somehow pulled off the trade and agreed to the extension. He agreed to an extension to come here and play with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So that, that narrative is dead. Don't ever bring it back again. It's dead. The come new up with narrative. something else. No, no, the new narrative. Maybe it's say, even, maybe say backup new. tight ends don't want to come here and play. With, like, come up with something else. Come up with something we'll else. We'll get into the that backup narrative tight is dead. Because you called it. You did call it I did. the backup tight end. I did. But, um, but, um, um, but now the new narrative, and it's not even a new narrative, the tired narrative go. now at this point. Anything, any similar to you and your content, anything, I, anytime I put out a video, a reel, a tweet, an article, anything that regards A.J. Brown, it's now we need a QB. Oh, now who's gonna throw him the ball? Now who's gonna do this? And I'm just like, I don't you know, guys, maybe the guy who lines up under under center every play is gonna I throw him the ball. I just don't, I don't, and I I understand like you know like he has he has facets of his game that he needs to work on. I know he has to work on throwing with anticipation and reading the defense and that whole bit. But what 23 year old QB doesn't need to work on these things? I well, don't my understand. Annoyance I don't with understand that why is, the impatience with Jalen Hurts is why I don't either. My annoyance with that is those people who say that act like he like can't throw a football at all. And if that was the case, Devontae Smith. He had some rough games last year. The Giants game was rough. The playoff game was rough. Rookie receiving record. Mind you, obviously we all feel like we can all agree Devontae probably should have had more yards. Oh, he should have had twelve hundred yards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he still broke the receiving record and was dominant in his first year as a receiver with Jalen Hurts throwing him the football. So that my my. I just don't. I just. I just. I just don't. I. I don't. I, I don't get it. And then people are saying, "Well, AJ Brown is not going to be happy when Jalen Hurts is running QB power six times a game." I'm like, Yo. "Well, he I got mean, an extension, so he's going to he be was happy, happy enough to come here." No, he ha- guys, he plays in the NFL. He knows more than you do. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a lot, but but at, at end of the day, Devonta Smith is here. AJ Brown is here. Dallas Goddard is here. You got Miles Sanders. You got Gamewell. He fits you got a like a glove. By the way, fits literally. Like a glove, so we'll be able to see hopefully the uh, the uh, the uh, you know the the next steps of Hertz's development comes, and we don't have to worry about next year's draft picks and CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. I feel like I regardless think, of how how Hertz performs, it's going to be a conversation anyway. Yeah, so. no, nah, oh no, this is going on forever, right? That will go on forever. But 
I actually think even though Hertz has a full season under his belt throwing Devontae Smith the football, I think he's going to have better chemistry with A.J. Brown just because I think A.J. Brown fits Jay- with Jalen Hurts' throwing style better. His throwing like, style right now is fucking throw it up and hope he catches it. That's his throwing style right now. So that's why it works. No, I'm, not, no, I'm not, talking in the short game, though. Like oh, the, yeah. Because like, yeah, that's A.J. Brown, You're a big man. intermediate route De- person. Devontae's more of like the intermediate guy because he likes to de- let his routes develop and break off, which is fine. Like That's why he's a great wide receiver great route runners we know but aj brown's that tough that like i mean obviously he can go down the field and make plays we know that but he's that tough yardage guy like the slants mm-hmm. in the middle of the field and stuff like that the and short AJ game. brown is a yak machine yeah yep. and you don't like, want Devonte mm-hmm. doing that because that'll bang up his body too much yeah, he's not built yeah. for that yeah so it's, it's oh, definitely an exciting somebody's time. gonna clip that and be like yeah, oh i'm saying Devonte's too skinny no i'm just saying that's not his, his game, frame man. his frame allows him to be the technician that he is though yeah the bigger you want you him are, to do that which is why dk and like aj brown like coming out of school they said they had a limited route tree and they yep. can only run like three routes because of their size Devonte doesn't mm-hmm. have that issue um you would like him to get a little stronger obviously but um but this is what allows him to be uh so fluid on the field so that's it's, it's definitely a fun time um, as far as projecting the Eagles' offense, I do expect uh, Jalen Hurts to uh, throw four thousand yards next year. Wow, so let's let's. Oh, that's not a lot. It's not a lot. No, nah, you're right. With you these should. two guys and Dallas Goddard up the seam, please. If he doesn't get four thousand yards next year, then we can maybe we level can incorporate Kenny can, G in the passing game more too. <laughs> then we can, with a level head, entertain a QB controversy at that point, um, which we probably do have now with Carson Strong here. Oh, no, I'm kidding. All right, so. <laughs> Going on to round two, uh, the pick that I wasn't too thrilled about. I mean, obviously you warm up to it, and you don't really go against if if Jason Kelsey handpicks him, you can't really argue against it. Uh, center Cam Jurgens, uh, Nebraska, I believe he's out of. Um, Jason Kelsey's favorite center prospect, apparently of the last three to five years. Some people had him ranked above Tyler Linderbaum as far as the best center prospect. Mm. And he figures to learn behind Kelsey for a year because you never know when Jason Kelsey is going to. Uh, you know, call it quits. He threatens. He's been threatening it for the last three to four years now. So the Eagles figured rather than draft a center when he does retire, let's get one now. Let's have him learn behind Kelsey for a year so that whenever he does retire, it'll, it would be a little weird if he didn't retire next year because now you've invested a second round resource into a guy that's sitting for two years. But let's have him learn so that he can be ready for next year is the way the Eagles are thinking. They're thinking ahead of the future. Steven, your thoughts on the Eagles going ahead and passing on corner, passing on some other needs and shoring up their center, hopefully, for the for the foreseeable future. Well, what corners were available there that you wanted? Yeah, well, Booth was gone, but, like, I still want to see That's some. That's what I mean. Some, Brisker was gone. Those were kind of some guys I was looking at. Um, so they I, were gone. I, yeah, yeah, they were gone. So I've, so taking a corner at that spot is probably a reach. That's a good point. So the Eagles probably felt more confident. But I, in my estimation, I feel like even if Booth was there, the Eagles value that position more than uh, a CB2. A day one mm-hmm. CB2 anyway. I feel like even if Booth was there, the Eagles were never going to entertain it. Ken Jurgens was always going to be that pick. So, uh, so yeah, your takeaways know, on, man. on the pick. I don't think they would have done it personally. But They just, I don't think they wanted to give up at more assets because they already gave up assets, you know, to move I just up don't think they would have taken a corner in that sense anyway. I think they were always eyeing up that, that, that position at that spot. I think that was always going to be. And the that's situation. why I they, liked, they said I they almost the took Kobe Dean at second. They almost did that, but they liked the position there. So even if value was there for other positions. They don't draft linebackers. Yeah, and they almost did it for Dean, but they said Cam was Cam Cam was still the pick there regardless. So I think that that was always going to be the priority. Yeah, I like it, and for me, it's more about just knowing the Eagles and trusting them in this situation. And you saw 
Uh, what was that? Jason Kelsey was on some sort of like draft show. When yeah, this was he was uh, streaming with uh, Lefko. I think it was Bleacher. I think. Okay, I, I, so I forget who Lefko was. His reaction with. alone to that is like all I needed to see and hear to just. Well, he know. said I knew we were taking him. Like he knew it was coming. Like, and not just that, Jeff Stoutland. Like that's the thing. Like we always talk about like like how we get these late round like offensive linemen. We're like, oh, Jeff Stoutland's gonna develop this guy, but. Like, let's take one early, somebody who you kind of have a feeling is going to pan out in the NFL and then let Jeff Stoutland work with him. That's why I feel so good about this. And it's like, this is an aging offensive line. As we know, we've talked about this the last several years. Um, and for whatever reason, because I remember this was the conversation last year, we we started talking about drafting a center. I feel like we kind of stopped doing that as we got closer to this draft because we're like, oh, we need corner, need a receiver still, need linebacker. Need and don't forget that last year, Landon was supposed to be the at, – at the time we took Landon yeah. Dickerson, he was the heir to Kelsey Yeah, at the how time. about that? And then he moved to guard, and now here comes Cam Jurgen, So mm-hmm. It's awesome. I, I, hey, look, I feel great about the future of this team. Yeah, as far as the trenches are concerned, you, cer- you certainly do. So that's that's the most important part. And uh, as you, like I said, I'm not going to argue against anybody that Jason Kelsey endorses. So you know they're they're set up for the future. Yep. Like I said, secondary is, is is still a glaring need to this point at, at the time. Oh, of and again, this. he sounds like a winner. I'm gonna uh, uh, Sirianni's gonna call it dog mentality. I call it winner mentality. So he sounds like a winner in what sense? Just Has his his personality. Like oh, I was okay. reading something been, on him. Apparently, him. he wants to go out there and just murder people. Like I love that. Uh, oh yeah, he did say that. I'm um, like I want to just because you're a center doesn't mean you can't you can't go up the field and deck a safety or something. Yep. Like that. So, so I yeah, love that's it. That's good. Sirianni calls a dog mentality. I'll call it winner mentality. Yeah. So that's good. So it's just my thing is that. So here's my question to you: Should a should a day two pick? Should a second round pick be a day one contributor? Should they be on the field day one of the season? I mean. Why? Why is that? You don't mindset? think so? So you don't you don't I mean, think you, would you, like you don't think a it, player right? that you invest a second round resource into shouldn't be an immediate contributor? Is Jalen Hurts immediate com- uh, contributor? Well, no, which is why that pick was dumb at the time. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not endorsing that either. Um, is but, it still dumb? I mean, in hindsight, no. But You're on I'm, record saying this, man. So if well, we ever I mean, get so, this guy so on the pod, we're like, not like, we're like, not having this. This is a conversation for for another time. If that pick is ever going to be was ever smart at the time, unless how he was just smarter than everybody in the room and and foresaw Carson being a being a jackass or whatever the situation was. Um. So so in your in your mind, a, a second round pick shouldn't be on the field to start the season. I'm not saying that. I just like. <laughs> All right, that's that's my like, mindset. I feel like, like they should be on the field to start the year. But if you don't feel you, you that draft way, draft okay. somebody for like their potential. In yes. general, this isn't like you're talking second round pick. I mean, okay. All right. All right. you yes, you want them to be on the field, but it's like not the end of the world. Because like, okay. are we having this conversation? If can't uh, see, that's funny. You say that. That's funny. You say that. Well, like you, you th- as if he's not going to be on the field. But we said the same thing about Landon Dickerson. He moves all well, injuries guard. put him on the field. <laughs> we, that wasn't don't by choice. It, out. it happens all the time. Do not rule it out. Kelsey Carson once forgot how to play football when Jalen Hurts yeah, came here. Yeah, what do you so know? He's on the so, field. Yeah. So they're shoring up. So it's insurance. Yeah. So, so you can't drafting. say that. You don't. So know. you're fine. You with, so you want. So you're fine with drafting insurance policies in the second round. Do not call him an insurance policy. That's, they drafted him with the mindset yes, he's that he's going to be the starting right, right. center for the next ten years. Right. I just feel like second round picks should be on the field to start the year. But I'm not. I'm not saying I'm unhappy with the pick. I'm just saying that's why I was indifferent Jones? about it. Indifferent. Did you that was, him well, he that was, was a stash pick. That was a stash pick, similar to Nicobe Dean, which we'll talk about in a second. But that was a stash pick. Jade always was drafted. A, and the guy could never be as well. That was, from this. <laughs> that was just a miss in general. He, he's an anomaly. But, um, but um, yeah, but Sidney Jones was drafted because he had first round talent. And he was a stash picked. At. Hopefully, he could tap into that talent again. So that was why that whole thing. There's no chance happened. Cam Jurgens can play uh, right guard this year. 
he's going to play guard. That's why they released Herbig, because they feel like he can play oh, guard. Oh, so he is a day one contributor. Well, we don't know yet, but I'm saying that. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's going to be, man. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. All right. All right. We'll we there. do this all the time, and people get, for, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I don't want to speak anything into existence, anything bad. Obviously, we don't do that over here. No yeah, bad we don't, we don't do that. That brings us to round three, the potential steal of the draft, as many have said. Linebacker into Kobe Dean out of Georgia, all the way at pick mm. 83. Apparently, he has pectoral strains, pectoral tears. What I think happened was that yeah, his, pectoral, his pectoral strain was misconstrued, and then people played whisper down the lane, and then all of a sudden, now it's torn. Now he's redshirting. Now he's not playing his rookie season. Teams ran away. Eagles said, fuck it, we'll take you in a third round, and apparently he's healthy now. I still think there's some, like, something going on like something still doesn't kind of add up like do you I take a player in the third round that's not going to be a day one contributor he'll be a day oh well this is well, the third round the third round stash picks there's are so smart. many conflicting things there's third some people saying he won't be ready till 2024 and then there's some people saying yeah, he's gonna be in I'm camp saying. next week yeah what so is going he, on? he's definitely going to be in camp he said that no and he said i'm healthy i'm ready yeah. to go no doctors told me i need surgery and now rumors are coming out they're saying that I'm not going to play my first year. It's cost me a lot of money. My mom is upset. And all the shit's going on, and I don't know what the fuck happened. But I'm happy that the Eagles picked me, and here we are. And mind you, this is linebacker one in the class, the top mm-hmm. linebacker in the class. Better than Devin Lloyd. Better than Devin Lloyd. His athleticism is off the charts. His you awareness talk about is off the charts. Mentality? His sideline to sideline speed is off the charts. This man is tracking down ball carriers throughout the length of the field, which I haven't seen the Eagles do. I will say Michael Kendricks was quick. I think he could cover some ground, but I haven't seen this kind of pursuit from a linebacker in some time. How thrilled were you with this pick, Steven, that we landed not only a linebacker, a good one, the top linebacker, all the way in the third round? Apparently, when Howie said, remember when he said, this is a good linebacker class, I thought he would take one in the fucking sixth round, but he, <laughs> hey, hey, he yeah, took one in the third. How, oh, man. Took one in the third, the and a damn good one at that. Oh, uh, unbelievable, man. Like, just what a night it was in general. But I love this pick. And again, me and Vic had this conversation off air the other day. Like, he just broke down, you know, Nicobe Dean as the player, like, to a T. And once again, that Georgia that Georgia Bulldogs defense, man. Just keep, we drafted all these players from it. Love it, love it. Um, but I was telling Vic this off air the other day when we were on the phone. And, and I was, it was more in defense of Jalen Hurts. But in general, right, here in the city of Philadelphia, because this is a Philadelphia podcast, like, Obviously, you want talented players to come here and play in Philly, but like when you ask people who their favorite players are, it's always high character guys, big personalities, like like the ideal you know mindset that you would want in your athlete, you know. And Jalen Hurts, for example, has all that. Nicobe Dean, which well, this is what I'm trying to get at here. Nicobe Dean like has that. Like, and I wouldn't be surprised because we've been so depleted of linebackers here in Philly. Like, I would not be surprised if this dude gets healthy, he pans out, he's the alpha dog of the defense. I wouldn't be surprised if you see people in that stadium, a lot of N'Kobe Dean uh, jerseys. You know what I mean? And that's what we want here in Philly. And, like, I'm just so grateful for that. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, like we have a statue of Nick Foles. We have a statue of Nick Foles, man. Obviously, like, he played out of his mind and won this team its first Super Bowl in franchise history, but we love the person Nick Foles. That's why we love him. That's why we love our athletes. Brian Dawkins. Um, who, who am I missing? Like I can I can go down the uh, list. I'm missing Chris some Long. Names. People love for his character. Yeah, Chris alone. Long, and he was a rotational edge rusher. Obviously, like AI, <laughs> like he's the goat. Obviously, here in Philly, obviously he was loved for his talent, but it's his ma- his mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like 
This is what I'm yeah, talking he's about. He's definitely going to, and he's coming in here motivated now. The fact that he fell, he's he's coming in the league to prove this stuff something. matters, man. And and you know yeah. what's crazy? Literally, just I want to say maybe three years ago, we started like really questioning the desire and the locker room of this team. Because there were well, some guys whole, in here that, that didn't whole, seem like, to get along. Fallout. That was, yeah, that there was, was a few guys yeah. on this team when we, we were starting to grow sour, obviously on Carson, but there was a few other guys we started growing sour on. Uh, I, you know, I'm not here to like single anybody out, but it was just due to the situation. And now it feels like three years later, whatever it is, it's like, dude, yeah. we got we got some dogs. We, yeah. we, this Sirianni, room, as, corny, as corny as he is, Sirianni is a big He a wasn't big lying when he said team. that. You guys can make fun of him all you want, but Dan, <laughs> you love this team now, don't you? You like this team. <laughs> I love yeah, this Kobe team. Deed certainly was, uh, I think, arguably the top player on that Georgia defense. Had 31 pressures yep. in 2021. Only allowed a 30.7 QB rating when targeted in coverage. He can literally do it all. One of the knocks on him well, uh, is that he was a bit uh, undersized. Six foot, oh, I think it's 5'11", six foot. So, so I, people- I, um, I, like, I've heard that. But, like, before I, like, was really reading into his weaknesses, I kind of just, like, looked. I was reading up on his profile, and I was watching him on film. And I'm like, he kind of seems short. Yeah, so he's tiny. You know? He is that. He kind of had. He kind of like plays like a defensive back, kind of. But like he's so physical and skill set is so elite. Is that is that it doesn't matter? And here's my so hot like, take. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. You because my well, mind. When is... I'm asking, is he like? Is he? He's gonna be like an outside backer, right? Oh, uh, he's off ball. Yeah, off ball mm. linebacker. Yeah, so he's going to be. He's going you to be think the quarterback the size of the defense. Is better for that situation, or would it be better? Yeah, like- yeah, it's good, it's good. But that's why the pectoral thing was such a uh, such a big deal because, like, you kind of like it's kind of a big deal when you go to wrap up tacklers. Like you okay. kind of like you know if you if that pec is strained mm. or torn and you go hey. to tackle somebody, it's not. Maybe it's not that's good. why they drafted Jordan Davis so that the run, the runners yeah. will never get to him so in the first good, place. So that's good. How how cool is it that he gets to play behind the guy that he's been playing behind? The, the that's the theme year, so. of this team, man. Friendship, Davis and friendships. Kobe Dean. You got Jalen Hurts and <laughs> AJ Brown. Yeah, friendship, friendship. Apparently, that's the theme of the of uh, the year. Now, but here's my hot take. Here's my Here is my hot take on the Kobe Dean. Uh-oh. You ready? If Dean can get the medicals worked out, he'll be the most impactful linebacker in this city since Jeremiah Trotter. Holy shit! That's my hot take. I thought I, I think was he is, going I think hot he with my traits. shit earlier. I think he has the traits to be the most impactful linebacker since Trotter in Philadelphia. Damn. So who are we skipping over? We're skipping over Dr- uh, Jordan Like D'Amico Ryans, Jordan Hicks. Uh, um, uh, 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 what the hell's his name? That's uh, about as far as Nigel Bradham. <laughs> Nigel Bradham. Hey, he, was, he, was, he wasn't bad. <laughs> he was this awesome. This is great, though, man, because it's freaking, um, it's man's Kobe Dean. It's Kaiser White, Hassan Reddick. Like, this defense Dude, is going to heck, be something man. this year. We got some real linebackers. I know Hassan Reddick is going to be an edge, obviously, a primary edge rusher. And even Davion Taylor, who has some speed to him. Now we don't have to rely on this dude, TJ Edwards. Yeah, right. Who, uh, who the team is still high well, do you on. Be, all right, so like, what? Like, does he have a shot, Davion Taylor? Like, what's the deal? Uh, with yeah, him? yeah, he does. Yeah, he just, you know, he was always he, drafted as a project, though. Yeah, huh? yeah, he was drafted to be that, but he was a but compared. But he was he drafted in the third, also, right? If I remember right, I think he was. So he was drafted in the third. Now compare that to Nicobe Dean being drafted in the third. Yeah, well, that's the okay. Just, so you, and so this is the thing. Like, we sit here and record these and, and break down, and like everybody, like. I feel like people are going to think we're always going to naturally be a little biased for the Eagles, but like there's legit a lot of people, a lot of analysts saying that he could be the steal of the draft. Yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, the, of course. The yeah. steal, though. The steal. Yeah. We Dave never Von get Taylor that was. guy. When do we ever get that guy? Yeah, we. it definitely doesn't happen to the Eagles. The fact that because when injuries 
happen and players fall. It's never the Eagles. It was JOK last year to the Browns, I believe. And yeah. then it was DK to Seattle. The e- things never pan out for the Eagles. So either Howie leaked the medical reports himself or we just got some. Because they did say we were going to take him in the second. But we prioritized center at the time. And we almost you know ran to the damn podium when he was there at 83. So it's just I don't want to value anything because, like I said, I had Justin over over the house for the draft. Jay Brad for the like for the for, for the loyal mentioned for earlier. Um, I've always been on the other side of the spectrum of Howie Roseman. I've always been against him, and Jay Brad is literally, if you want to call a fanboy, there you go. And right oh, as Jay the trade happens, I'm trying to celebrate. Yeah. He gets up on my face. He's like, Howie season. I told you, you owe Howie. him an apology. Howie. I do owe him an apology. And like Howie's been like, let's just put it like, let's just call it how it is. Howie's been in his fucking duffel bag. Yeah, this he's been his season, bag, right? bro. He is on a heater. He's in a different. He's bag. on a heater. A different bag. All right. I never even talked shit about Howie. Like back when I joked about him, I was kidding. I never, I oh, never said a bad word about no, him. Don't do Personally, this, man, because it's never, gonna fall I never apart. Said, I never stay said. on the. Uh, what do the kids say? Stay on that side. I that's what you on. say. You say that. Shit. I'm just that's scared if I, your if I fully dude. come over to the Howie Roseman side, he's gonna do this again, man. He's gonna. Oh he's gonna, man, yeah, he's really making us a believer. You heard him on WIP. He was like, um, uh, uh, I forget what he said, but he was like, I got you, like believe him. And apparently, uh, Jonathan Gannon was texting. Nick Sirianni repeatedly that Nicobe mm-hmm. Dean was still on the board and Sirianni replied, let Howie work. Mm. And, he did, and he worked. And he worked. Man, there is something, there's something brewing in that in that war room in NovaCare. Those two and seem we, to be on such a good page together. It's like, doesn't Howie this is like, the thing. I'm not a words guy. Like somebody can say something to my face and I probably won't believe it. Yeah, actions speak louder than words. When I was watching that press conference after the draft, you could just turn mute the audio. Mute the audio. If you just look at Sirianni and Howie, the way they're looking at each other, joking, smiling, like you can just tell that like the vibe is immaculate. The vibes are immaculate right now. The way they're looking at each other, what's going on here? Uh Howie and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Howie seem like a little like like less uptight this year? Like he seems like he's like listening to his like uh his staff. He's like more like relaxed. Like it just seems there's a different vibe about Howie this year. That's what I'm saying. That it's it's the even though they just fired one of their fucking uh Whoever the fuck, what is it? One of their scouts or whatever they just fired. We finally get a good draft class. Now they're firing people. Yeah, well, is that is that how he's saying? Like, look at me now. This? I don't need you guys. Is that what this is? He said, "Hey, hey, you're getting a little, you're getting a little big for your britches over there." Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, people having control, Jalen Hurts is getting a lot of leeway with this team. First, it was like, "Hey guys, mm, that's another we one, need man. To, uh, we need Go to, ahead. Uh, we need to, we need. I think we should wear black pants. I think take we should, the floor on this wear, one. But I think we should wear minutes. black pants." And the Eagles like, all right, black pants, all right, we'll make it happen. Next, hey, uh, I think we need to, uh, I think we need to, I think we need to draft Schmitty out of Alabama. I think we need to get Schmitty. All right, we'll move up, we'll trade up, we'll get him. Dickerson now, what is it this too, year? Hey, 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 guys, I think we, uh, I think that man AJ Brown's not happy over there. I think we should. Uh, mm. I think That's my friend. Go. I think we should go get him. That's my friend. <laughs> no, listen, he is my friend think we need to go get him and they made mm. it happen so jalen hurts is, uh, is, is suggesting a lot of shit that the eagles are listening to so so you know all off season long they've been doubling and tripling down how jalen hurts is the guy and this and that and and at the time for mm. the time being they're not bluffing for now they're not bluffing doesn't appear to be anyway so so good on jalen now it's up to him to take that next step and prove everybody that he can be the face of that franchise and qb this team and be the lead man and he already took them to the playoffs in their first year. I know yep. they were playing against Garrett Gilbert and Jake Fromm and shit like that, but it's time Pairs, for year two. You're, it's, it's time for year two. Let's make it happen. Um, they also drafted uh, Kyron Johnson out of Duke, I believe, another edge rusher 
who should um who should provide some depth. I know we always joke about Daniel Jones and who the hell drafts football players at a Duke. Uh, but but oh. Kyron Johnson was giving like Evan Neal the business. Yeah, in a couple I did drills. see that. Damn, he's putting this man on his ass. So I'll take that. Some depth behind Hassan Reddick. Because look, what is it now? Hassan Reddick, uh, Brandon Graham coming off the Achilles is Derek Barnett, uh, Josh Sweat. So Hassan Reddick's going to be strictly an edge rusher. Is that He'll what be saying? used primarily as an edge rusher, yeah. Okay. So it's, it'll, be, it'll be Reddick, Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham. Uh, who else is in that mix? You want to And then play... Kyron Johnson, I guess. Like, you got uh, Kyron in there. Uh, Patrick Johnson. Marlon Patrick Johnson's t- there. To, how do you say his name? Oh, Marlon. Marlon. He he's a tackle, I believe. Oh yeah. Or is he? Or is he an edge? And then you got Milton. Milton interchanges, but Milton will probably be in the defensive tackle rotation with Cox, Hargrave, Milton, and another uh, and, uh, guy. Jordan he's kind Davis. of being under look now, man. I believe in Milton him. Williams is good. Yeah. Oh, he was he he showed a lot of flashes last year. His trenches pick. are going to be are going to be very good. And then um the last pick, the Eagles only made five picks this year, but they made them count. And we got mm. this last one, another one yeah, of Jalen Hurts' friends. This Let's no, go, this one's not baby. from Alabama. I this got one's clown. From, this one's from OU, Oklahoma, before the Bama days. We got Grant Calcaterra, tight end. He had concussion issues, but remember when we made fun of Steve? Well, not nah, I won't say we. <laughs> I made fun of Steve so much, man. For because oh. this man said we got all these needs. We got safety. We got cornerback. We got backup tight end. This yeah, man, yeah, like a, a, I probably didn't sound good because it was the third <laughs> thing I said. Yeah, you should have you know prioritized it a little a little better. But backup tight end was a need behind Goddard because um. You know what made me mad? Because I always go back and listen to older podcasts to critique myself and critique us and try to make the product better. And I remember listening to this episode not too long ago. And um, and I'm mad at myself because um, you had said that Tyree Jackson was hurt. And I was firmly like, no, I don't remember him getting hurt. I remember playing the Dallas game, but he did tear his ACL in that game. Um, so so credit mm. to you for, uh, for, for remembering that because I completely forgot he tore his ACL in that game. So um, that was like some something I was mad about. Which so is unfortunate because he was like, this dates back to like, uh, that would have been what? Would have been training camp of last year. He was mm-hmm. like, he was the highlight reel of training Dude, camp. He looked like, like people were saying like, he looks like the best player on the team. Like if, if you showed up to training camp last year and you knew nothing about the players and their positional value or whatever, mm-hmm. Tyree Jackson looked like bombing that the man. best player. Tyree Jackson looked like the best player on the team in training mm-hmm. camp. If you were just going there blinded and you didn't know anything about the Eagles. Um, but yeah, between him, um, who's the other? Uh, I'm not writing him off, but like, who's the um, other guy? Jack Stall, Jack Stall. But yeah, Grant oh, we're talking about the tight end room. Yeah, yeah, we still are. Hey, uh, change all, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, forgot shit. The fucking uh, transition. Look, wide tight end two is that's gonna be the competition to camp. Holy shit, dude! Oh, you gotta, we got a hell of a fucking. If Tyree's back, I'm not writing Tyree off. By the way, I still think he probably has the most potential out of all those guys. What yeah, do we say, right? Yeah. But good on you for for saying that backup tight end because Grant Calcaterra is a very good athletic guy. Um, and another friend of he's Darren a receiving Hurts. tight end, receiving tight end, and, and uh, man, with this close. passing offense, better be good next year. Yeah. Oh. It better be lethal. So good on you um, for that. Also, one more correction. I also got mad at myself on the last podcast. I, we were talking about the return men that the Eagles were uh, were looking into. And I said oh, right. uh, Andre Carter multiple times. And you never corrected me. But Andre Roberts was the guy. Um, oh, but he just signed with another okay. team anyway. So it doesn't matter. But I remember that listening to it in the so car. Like, that was be, like I must have wrote news, the notes though. down. Yeah, I must have wrote the notes down like weird. Because I got him and DeAndre Carter mixed up. Uh, so I must have like wrote, Damn, wrote it down. Gregor's weird. done, man. Yeah, he's well, you got Devin Allen here. It. We got Penn Relay's fucking record holder. Well, okay, Devin <laughs> Allen, come on, yeah, man. Yeah. He's not yeah, yeah. on the yeah, – yeah. he's and not who is above Regger. And who – hey, hey, we'll let training camp sort that out. But, um, oh, come um, on, man. <laughs> um, um, who's, the, who's the undrafted free agent uh, fucking kick returner um, I saw clips of? I haven't looked into I thought him that's yet, who you were he, just talking about. No, that's Devin Allen, but there's another guy. No, 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 there's you just said guy. him. Andre 
No, that's Andre Roberts. No, he's he's a free agent, but he signed with another team. The Eagles oh, picked up an undrafted free agent. That's who I thought you were talking about. Okay. Uh, the Eagles picked up a. Uh, oh, you're talking about? Um, yeah, yeah. But the Eagles. Yeah, picked whoever up you another... don't know who his name. That's who I thought you were talking about. <laughs> no, 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 not him. He he signed with someone else. Um, I have to look it up, but I forget who the UDFA guy was. Um, but he's another guy that can like return. So we're gonna hopefully the return game is uh is is a little better. DeAndre Tompkins, he's out, Penn so. State. Is his name, I guess. Oh wow, Penn State. Um, so we'll figure that out, and then um, of course, Lucci would know better than us, right? Yeah, we'll have to ask uh, Lucci over at, at Liberty Line to see what see what's going on uh, with him. Um, as far as undrafted free agents, the Eagles picked up Josh Job, uh, Alabama cornerback, who was a uh, projected a fourth round talent. Oh, I needed to hear, man. Alabama corner his, just sounds hurt, good to me. Yeah, facts. Hurt his foot in December. Was kept out of the college football playoff. Had some consistency issues, uh, but very good talent. Um, you got um. Who's the uh, who's the other guy? Uh, the Clemson guy. Uh, the hell's his name? Once again, love the fuck, school. Fuck, 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 All fuck, right, fuck. Howie. Um, Jesus, I forgot it. I forgot his damn name. Uh, uh, Goodrich, Mario Goodrich. Yeah, yeah. There you go, him. Uh, so he's another guy to keep an eye on. And What's of course, the, can, do you know the size? The I almost said dimensions. Jesus, following me. Do you <laughs> the know size. the size of these guys? What's, what's uh, what are we looking at? I, I'll have to look it up. I wrote the article like last week, and once you there's too so much to cut. We'll have to get this stuff in the next podcast. There's too much yeah. going on. Yeah, and then of course the QB factory lives on with Carson Strong. He is here. He is here with that cannon, and I cannot wait for day one of fucking going training drafted, camp, man. When because uh, well, number one, he's like immature as hell, reportedly. Oh like, God, reports. Like, there he's we immature go. There's the one guy that can he has in the like, locker room. Good he job. He has Howie. like he has like depression, like things going oh, on not really? apparently and um and and the injury fu- fucked him up too they're holding that against him uh well i mean it's just if there's things. any it's just body that can deal with that though we've got some guys on the team lane yeah, maybe yeah, it can be a voice things. or whatever apparently he has like he's like a mental like just, mm. just ish, not issue but like just a mental like, project i guess <laughs> to mm. to uh to figure out but hey man day when a training camp comes around and he's bombing that bitch to aj yeah, brown for I 80 tweeted, yards yeah and jalen hurts only throws it 55 yards we're gonna hear about it we yeah, oh yeah, we will. We will. Uh, last topic Jalen's never wanna... thrown a good ball. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Last topic I do want to cover before we get out of here. Since we failed to address safety in the draft, uh, there are a couple of free agent options um, that are still out there. You got Jaquiski Tart. If that's how you fucking say his name. TikTok was telling me it's pronounced another mm. way. But fuck if I... The guy who dropped the fucking interception in the NFC Championship game for the 49ers. That guy. Oh. He's a free agent. Um, <laughs> to Sean Gibson. To Sean... To Sean... <laughs> <laughs> that's why he plays safety right that's uh, why he's on this side he's actually, of the he was pretty good though he's only given up nine touchdowns in seven years he's, he's he's a good get uh to sean gibson is out there um 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 i just wrote the fucking shit how did i forget already uh um chuck clark from baltimore um they just they gave the bag to marcus williams kyle hamilton they just picked up in the draft oh that one sucks i really wish we signed him and chuck that was clark. my guy heading into free agency who oh marcus williams yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And so uh, Chuck Clark ha- ha- hasn't missed a single snap for the Ravens over the last two years uh, as a signal caller for that defense, obviously. And he uh, is very team friendly for the he's under contract for the next two years. Philadelphia native, born in Philly. There you go. Hey, man. Hey, 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 listen. You saw me already. Hey, listen, they they uh, they moved Hollywood Brown during the draft. You know, you know, uh, you know, it will be a good trade piece. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Wonder what our relationship time with Baltimore send, is. Have we send, done business time, with them? time to send oh. Rager on over to Baltimore. Jalen Rager. Yeah. Chuck Clark. Jalen Rager in a third rounder. Chuck Clark. Yo. Come on down. What, who's Lamar going to throw there. to? Uh, they believe in that Bateman dude. Mark that Andrews, Rashad Bateman. Uh 
Regular would be perfect over there. Yeah, so get Yo, you I'm not going to lie, man. Regular would kind of look comp in a Ravens jersey. Yeah, the purple. Yeah, it would, mm. it would be, it would Matt, be a good Yeah, idea. the TCU. Those, for what it's worth, TCU? those TCU jerseys were hard. Yeah, and Landon Collins is the other guy. He's a post-June 1st cut because once they acquired Carson Wentz, they didn't have money anymore. They asked Landon Collins to take yet another pay cut because he already took one. He said no, so he'll be a post-June 1st cut. He was more of a, a linebacker safety hybrid last year because uh, Washington got decimated with injuries. Um, and he did kind of struggle in coverage, but he's a playmaker. So, you know, who knows? Steven, any of these guys or any other free agents I didn't mention you were kind of have your eye on as far as the secondary is? I don't really know this free agent market too well, but, I mean, you kind of sold me <laughs> so on. I don't know it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. Uh, so, just, so just bank on Chuck Clark trade. That's where you I guess. <laughs> I mean, so what are we looking at on the roster currently? We have Anthony Harris. That's so it's a confirmed Anthony, uh, starter, so, right? So, so Anthony, well, I mean, his contract doesn't make him a Well, I'm talking starter, this year, man. <laughs> so Anthony Harris, Marcus Epps, Kayvon Wallace. Jared Maiden and I Andre don't sleep on Marcus Epps, <laughs> and, and that's what that's what the no, world's telling. I, I don't no, he had he, he made good plays last year. I just don't know if I want to see him as a starter. Team, man. Do you want to see him as a starter? I don't know if I want. No, to. you would probably listen, not want to. But. but listen to your point. The secondary is a secondary for the re, or the secondary is called the secondary for a reason. Because the front <laughs> yeah, seven exactly. is all that matters. The, Eagles the front had the seven hey, for what it's worth. The Eagles had the one of the worst, like bottom was it bottom five, bottom three they pass rushes in the to NFL. Third last in sacks last year. They only had twenty nine sacks last year. And our third secondary held up. In fact, that was the strength of the defense. Well, we had Stephen Nelson, who was like pretty solid. Oh come on, man! Like, Darius he was solid. He Darius was solid. Slay was one Darius of the best corners in the NFL. Yeah, so um, that's what I'm saying. People but, uh, forget Stephen we have Nelson. Avante. Ma- people forget we have Avante Matt. No, we don't forget. We it's just that he's help, a, he, we, people don't forget. He's just a nickel corner. So you know, no, nobody's going to talk about him. People never bring his name up. Because he's, he's out there all corner. the time. He's, he's on the field his position, all the time. His position is solidified. There's nothing to talk about. There's no competition no, but there. It's like, him. It's him. I, I'm not saying that, but people like like when we talk like strengths of the defense, like people like just don't like. You want people to talk about yo? Our nickel corner is fucking locked. Like <laughs> nobody's gonna say that. <laughs> and I'm so glad we have some side. Like as far as so like we're looking at the guys that are on the depth chart, right? You got Tay going <laughs> is like six. What is he? Tay six going. Two. Zach McPherson, dude. It's McPherson no, I'm time. Glad we finally McPherson have some length. No, it's McPherson time. It's McPherson time. Take going, Zach McPherson, Josh Job. There's your cornerback two competition. And Mario Goodrich. Hey, there's your cornerback two competition. Let's find out who the real OGs are dating back to a year ago. Me and Vic <laughs> have this ongoing competition of who would be more of a, a contributor in year one. I th- said Kenneth Gainwell would be, and his guy was Zach McPherson. We all know who won that battle. We know who won that battle in the rookie year, but who's going to win it long term? No, I, I think. I don't know. Is Zach got a can, chance? I don't know year. if you want Zach on the outside, though. I have heard, though, as far as the cornerback two is concerned, and take this however you want it, but I have heard whispers of Trey Waynes mm. and the Eagles. And Trey Waynes has played five games in the last two years. That's a band-aid. And he was literally he was band-aid. getting lit up. He was getting lit up like before the injuries occurred anyway. That's this what we're talking getting, about, by the way. This man was too. getting pieced in the secondary. Um, but hey, these the guys you're mentioning there. are just band aids, though, right? Like, yeah, like just yeah. so we're clear. I mean, he's not—he's obviously not a long-term option. But the, he knows Gannon from his Minnesota days, so the Eagles could probably look into it. Him, Xavier Rhodes, um, Joe Hayden. There's some corners out there. Damn, I used to all love these that old, guy. all these old fucks are <laughs> sitting around waiting to sign with teams. Hey, or man, it's going to be first-round picks next year. It's going to be cornerback two by committee. That's what we're doing next year. Mm-hmm. We're just going to every draw, every series is going to be a new guy out there. You feel a lot us. better about that with the new and improved linebacking core and the yes. defensive line. Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean. Seriously, man. TJ Edwards, Davian Taylor, Hassan Reddick, 
Milton Williams. At least Jordan we have Davis. a CB one. Like 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 we're low key yeah. a little spoiled. Man. A little spoiled guys because oh. there was a point in time when our best corner was Jalen fucking Mills. Uh, and he was hey, hurt. Hey, he surpassed expectations for a seventh round fucking pick. All right. Let's hope but one yeah, of the, right. Let's hope one of those uh, UDFA guys can. Maybe they pan out. Who knows? It happens. Yeah, yeah. All right, and real quick before we get out of here, expectations for Derek Barnett now. Uh, Do you think he has a resurgence like Brandon Graham did? Because you so, know, in the beginning of his career, he was getting some flack, and then he broke out. You think hey, it's maybe, similar to maybe I wouldn't yeah. rule it out, but like I think us Philly fans get really biased. Like once we don't like somebody, it's like set in stone. You well, stop fucking that? shoving people after the play, and we wouldn't bitch about it. Oh, or no, being no, no, offside no, no. every like other him. play. I don't like him. He he's hurt us far more than he's benefited us. But you Excellent. feel really good about him being a rotational guy because. There's a thing. It does something to your psyche, psyche when you're a rotational guy. Because when you have limited snaps and you're out there, it's like I have to execute, mm-hmm. or else like I'm done. Like like where do you go from there if you don't execute as as the backup? You're the third string. You don't want that. Yeah. Well, he tried free agency and then came back, and then they were like, "Well, all right. Well, I guess That's the market it. wasn't what you thought it was." <laughs> oh. That is that. That about wraps up this episode. Our apologies again for being uh, kind of later on. It some, some people have to graduate school this week, so uh, you know, blame <laughs> have them. To graduate. You can you can uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Do the same. Instagram, TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. If you like what we're doing, let us know on Twitter or anywhere else. I get a lot of good uh, encouraging comments. Uh, over there get some hate too but hey for every bad comment there's 10 good ones is what you got to tell yourself for those of you that needed a motivational hey man, quote of the haters day, and their opinions don't deposit at the bank yeah yeah fuck steven let the people know where they can find you what you got coming up after graduation because now it's now it's uh it's cooking season now it's Heck on popping yeah. i don't want to wake up and have to listen to you talk about fucking schoolwork or whatever yeah. i say you gotta write it's fucking over it's mm. grind time where can the people find you buddy uh, Steve, you know, Stephen Conrad Jr. on all socials. Um, more importantly, for those that are still listening, this is a longer episode. I, yeah, that's we crazy, had a lot man. to do. We had a lot to do today. <laughs> uh, my goal, our goal here on the Philly Pod team, we've been talking about this. We want to make this an, well, we want to try to make this an IRL podcast. So uh, not to get too personal, but like me and him, location wise, it's very, very hard to do that. That's why all this has been done in a in a remote environment, right? That's what most people do. So look, might experiment with the next week, an IRL podcast. So definitely stay tuned for that. Meaning this will be on, uh, I guess, YouTube, right? If we're doing, well, it's going to be all uh, over yeah. the place. It'll be all it'll over the place. We'll, place. We'll, we'll promote clips of it, but we're going to give it a give it a go. It's been the dream to this point, And now that school's out the way, it's yep. about that time. It's about, about that, that time. time. Appreciate you guys for keeping up with the show. Like I mentioned, subscribe on all platforms. Thank you guys. The support does not go unnoticed. Thank you to everyone who's kept up with all my draft content throughout Twitter, Instagram. I know it's a ton, a ton of info and it can get overwhelming. Uh, but for everyone that did keep up and follow, it is much, much appreciated. Next episode coming up shortly. Thank you guys again. Keep it locked here on the Philly pod. Peace out till the next one. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.